Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on another chilly Thursday morning. <laughs> I slept with the windows open again last night. Man, you're out of your mind. Uh, Shut hey, those hey, windows. I could say the same thing for you in the summertime when we're doing our Has Ned Turned on the AC Yet uh, countdown. Yeah, I guess you could. Good yeah, <laughs> I know. Whenever it was like, you're finally like, okay, we crossed 100. I, I flipped it on just for five minutes, but uh, it's back off now. Anyway, um, let's talk sports. So, you know, and I, you and I have been talking a lot about the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Really, uh, when you've got 21 missed tackles uh, over two games, that's not good at all. So, some things need to be changed, I think, or at least corrected. Have you seen anything yet? Can't really speak from a media standpoint as to whether or not anything's been done. They certainly haven't made any changes in their formations, their formula, particular position, which is different from what it was last year. I think they're getting burned with that, but he could also learn. After all, we've only played two games. But... I think the primary focus, though, is on tackling. Get the guys down, wrap them up, throw them down. That's what the game is. It's tackle football. This harkens back to about two years ago when the Chiefs had the same problem. Now, when they take on the Chargers on Sunday, that'll be a different team from what they faced. The first two were run-oriented ball clubs, and this one will not be. So it'll be a, it'll be a different set of circumstances. Justin Herbert, the quarterback, much prefers to go to the air as opposed to running the ball, he does have some running backs. Austin yeah, Eckler, Eckler's pretty damn good. Eckler yeah. has a lot of capabilities behind him, but I really look for them to go more to the air. Keenan Allen and people like this, he's got a good core of receivers, one of whom is Eckler, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And uh, it, it, they, I'll tell you what else they have on their team, a rookie running back. This is, this is interesting. The Chiefs have Nick Bolton. He's going to be seeing an old buddy of his, oh, yeah. the Roundtree kid, Larry yep. Roundtree. If if Roundtree gets to play any. Which um, he may I, it's, not. Going to, it's going to be an interesting Sunday for me because I've got Herbert and I've got Keenan on one team, and I've got Herbert and I've got Jared Cook on another team. So trying to stack against my own team. But, hey, that's fantasy football, and you got to do what you got to do, man. Uh, but I, I look for the Chiefs to hopefully get a big win. I think they're going to the win AFC. this week, yes. Yeah, they, we, need it, we need it against that AFC West rival. Um, so let's talk about the uh, Missouri State game. Saturday night under the lights should be a pretty packed house, don't you think? I would hope it is. This game is kind of flying under the radar just a tiny little bit, not in terms of the Bears, but in terms of their opponent, the University of South Dakota. No, it is not South Dakota State. They're number two in America. But, folks, South Dakota is... Pretty doggone good. Played KU in their first run out. KU is not very good. And uh, South Dakota lost to them by three at the final gun. 3.17-14. But since then, South Dakota's won all their games. Beat Northern Arizona, which just last week beat a Pac-12 team, the Arizona Wildcats. That's a good win. Went out to California and knocked off Cal Poly. 48-14. This team does throw the ball pretty well. This team does throw the ball pretty well. Carson Camp is their quarterback, and he's pretty good, has a good core of receivers. They are an offense-oriented team. The kid, the quarterback, Camp, threw for 226 yards and two touchdowns. And they have a running back named Michael Mansaray, and he is one of the top running backs in 1AA. So this will be a pretty good little challenge. They kick it off at 7 o'clock. But don't underestimate South Dakota. I think the Bears win, but South Dakota's Coyotes are pretty good. Home game, a whole bunch of people out there. Saturday night, weather is looking absolutely gorgeous that day. I mean, it's going to be perfect. So nice, cool fall evening, and uh, it's 
going to be rocking at Plaster for sure. Um, and speaking of football tonight, Thursday night football, I'm going to give you a hint. If you're playing in a fantasy league and you've got people that do not play the waiver wire, I would hope that if you are in a league, everyone's playing the waiver wire. But if you're playing in one where everyone's sleeping and you need some help, pick up the Carolina defense and start them tonight because Houston has got some issues going into this, this game tonight. This is a chauvinistic response on my part, but hey, go out to the baseball game. <laughs> the, Bears, the Bears and Drury are playing the football games Carolina at Houston. Carolina at Houston. Go to the baseball game. Go watch the Bears and, and it's for play. A good, and it's for a good cause. It's for a good cause. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's it's down in Houston tonight, and Houston Texans do have some issues. Carolina's off to a two and zero start, but still, go to the baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> or come see me at Coyotes Adobe Cafe for Thursday night football. You can it's do like, that too. Go, you go. We'll go. You'll go see Ned for a little bit, and then you come see me for the last part. <laughs> I'll I'll be your nightcap. I guess that's the way it's going to work tonight. The last time the Cardinals won 11 straight, I had just graduated Kickapoo High School. I was young. The future was so bright. Partying every night, getting ready to start my college career at OTC. And the Cardinals were smoking hot. And you look at the Cardinals team of that era, and they were just a powerhouse. This year, we I don't even think we ever used that term. Is this the is this some sort of magic spell at Mike Schilt? Is is this some kind of let's just let's just barely get by all season and then right at the end turn it on and everyone's like, Whoa, where'd this team come from? I'm not sure that Schilt really has anything to do with this. I think the team does. And you make a very good point. This is not meant to be derogatory, although it'll be taken that way. This is not really a great Cardinals team. They're good, but they're not great. But they have come across a change in their attack to some extent. They're not, they are hitting the long ball, yeah, but that's not what they're concentrating on. They're trying, uh, concentrating on getting on base. Case in point, last night's game, which the Cardinals put away in the first two innings, four runs in the second inning, and two of those runs scored on a sacrifice fly. Now you're saying, what, two runs on a sack fly? How did that happen? Well, the center fielder had to chase down a long shot to the wall, made the catch, runners on second and third made the catch, and then hit the wall so hard he fell down. Well, the runner from third obviously is going to score, but so did the runner from second Mm -hmm. because the guy had trouble regaining his balance and throwing the ball in. Well, that's kind of hustle that's going to get you some wins. Not all of them. Cardinals go for 12 in a row this afternoon. Their record, their club record, is 14, and they're approaching that 14 in a row. I really feel like the Cardinals have put away or put on ice, I think is probably better to say, that second wild card spot. I can't see anybody... The Reds haven't played well. The Padres haven't played well. Philadelphia is going to have to win their division to get into the playoffs. They can't do it as a wild card. And it's just not going to happen. The Cardinals are going to get that second wild card position and play either the Dodgers or the Giants the way it's going right now. But my gosh, they, this team is playing red hot, blue perfect baseball and can't ask for anything better than that. You know, we in the earlier part of the season, we kept talking about, at least I felt that the, there is just a lack of leadership, a lack of even on the team level. Are you seeing that from players now? Like guys are just taking ownership and the way they're playing it is like they're they look. Those are the best teams in baseball, in my opinion. When you see a team and you're like, I can imagine them being in Bush right now, but I can also imagine them being in the backyard of someone's house and they play baseball like that. And that, in my opinion, when you can do things like that and make it feel like that and make it feel natural, those are great teams. Well, winning, winning. Winning always produces a level of camaraderie that you can certainly identify with. 
Whether or not that's been going on all season long, whether or not they've maintained that team unity, that I don't know. I don't have any ins with the club. Pretty tough to do that. But this team has come together. Uh, they may not have Arnado in the lineup today. He has back tightness, and that takes a, certainly a significant part out of their attack, both both offensively and defensively. But fact remains that they are playing well. They're playing almost to the point of absurdity. Uh, that's how good they have been. Well, hopefully they can continue to do the same thing. I'd love to see them at least get to that 14 streak. That would be awesome. <laughs> Where are they at right now? You think they put it on ice? They're, they're, it's it, it's a done deal, wild card. We can't say it's done because mathematically they haven't clinched it yet, and there's still another another series of games to go before they can do that. They do play the Cubs this weekend. The Cubs aren't very good at all. Cardinals should do well there and probably or likely put it away early next week. But, yeah, I, I think they're pretty much in. Now they have a four-game lead over Cincinnati, five over the San Diego Padres. So, yeah, it's pretty tough to and catch up. And they've got Milwaukee one more time, too. Today, today. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Actually, actually, Mike will correct that. They have them today, but then they have yeah, them Yeah, that's in, what I meant. They've got, another, they've got one more series with them. So, uh, yeah, still a lot of ball to play and go cards. Last but not least, I know you got two choices tonight. You come hang out with me at Coyotes for Thursday Night Football. Panthers, Texans, or for a great cause, go to Hammonds Field, hang out with Ned for the uh, Battle for Bell. Or you can do both. Or you can do both. We figured that out. That it's actually, uh, it is possible. What time does that game start tonight? 6.30 is the first pitch in the ball game. It's Missouri State versus Drury. It is an exhibition game, yes, but it's also a charity exhibition game for the Cox Health Systems ALS Clinic, which is the only one in this area. The only one. And uh, the financing will go toward that. ALS is Lou Gehrig's disease. The game is being played as a memory to and the memory of the legacy of Howard Bell, great player, great coach in the area. My grandson played for him at uh, Springfield Glendale, passed away in 2013 from ALS, and this is a benefit for the ALS Foundation. So, yeah, again, on out there. No, you don't really have to stay for the whole game if you don't want to, but it is the Bears and the Panthers, and they don't play very often. No, it should be a great game, and like Ned said, you go to that one first, come see me after for the nightcap. Ned, you had a great time today, and uh, have a good game tonight.